0: Hi, Moneymakers, Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry.
1: Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, (laughs) share with them as well, and everyone in between. Now, enjoy the episode.
0: We are back with a new episode talking about the market as a whole. A lot has happened, really, and we just want to dive in. One of the shocking things that came out recently were the mortgage rates going a lot higher. And I know there's been a lot of pump in the real estate market, and a lot of people are like wanting to buy houses and be homeowners. But Joshua, take it away. What are we to expect with this new higher rates?
1: To be honest, I think what is going on with the rates is not really surprising because the Fed, the Federal Reserve of America themselves, They said that they believe the market, the housing market specifically, was running too hot. And it's not surprising since 2020, because of COVID and reduction in the people that were working, as well as lumber, steel, and the like, it went down. So the supply of houses was not as high as it would typically be during the summertime. And that, combined with the quantitative easing, drove the price of homes up, 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 because rates were also very small. Rates were very low. Rather, it was easy, you know, just buy the house, pay very, very low interest and mortgage. And it was, it was beautiful. But yeah. every good thing has an end. <laughs> Anytime we have this situation where it looks like, bruh, you, there's no way you can lose. You can have that for a period, but after some times, there's this thing, what we call reversion to the mean. It's to go back to how it was before. Or on mm-hmm. average, what is the rate? And that's what we've started to see since January. I know we posted the picture and we had like the news up of how the mortgage rates had changed. And in early January, it was just above 3%. And now I looked at it on Thursday actually, and it's almost at 5% now. Mm So if you take out a mortgage right now per annum, every year you'll be paying 5% on whatever the mortgage you took. Now, now, here's a real question Is this the highest it's going to go? Most likely not because the Fed they're going to raise rates at least five more times, according to Jay Powell. They've only raised it once. And look at what is going on. So it's just, a, huh, but anything can happen. If inflation starts to drop, there's a good chance that they might reverse course.
0: That makes sense. I personally have been seeing how simulated the real estate market is and how expensive houses are because people are literally selling shacks and like dog <laughs> houses for $300,000. <laughs> and that leads me to the segue where we are seeing that in order for, so people have argued that Air needs are going higher. So therefore, people are able to afford more, which is why we're seeing the rates of these houses or the price of these houses rather go even higher or the price of anything go even higher because people have money to spend because unemployment is good. Employers are looking for more people to get into their company and help them make more money. However, we've recently learned that one Netflix is trying to cut back on hiring process and also on spending, and this is this is sad coming because we just had our recent job numbers, which show that we are the lowest since our pre pandemic point, and where I believe unemployment rate is about three point six percent, thereabouts. But it's really sad because will this now mean that? The offers that people will start getting would be a lot lower, and things are already expensive as it is. And the salary that was quote unquote high wasn't even enough to meet this expensive mark. How would this moving forward start affecting uh, employment rates? Rates are rising, things are getting expensive, and now companies are wanting to cut back because things are expensive. Do we not expect that maybe unemployment numbers will go up? Are we looking at four lows? Are we looking at a yeah, flattening of the hiring curve. Like job numbers are not really going to be exciting anymore.
1: Yeah, most I definitely agree with you. And talking about that, we also have to bring about what's going on with the yield curve. So typically we have the 10-year yield curve. We have the 30-year. Some of the two major ones is the two-year. There are yield curves for even months. So it just depends on what you want to see. But typically, whenever we have a longer duration yield, Maybe thirty years. We expect the return on that to be higher than a lower time frame, maybe the two year or the ten year. However, something has happened in the past few weeks that makes many people to raise their eyebrows. We've had when the shorter time frame is actually having a higher yield than a longer time frame, which is kind of like weird. And typically, if you ask many economists and like financiers, it will tell you that that could be a telltale that we will have a recession very soon. Mm-hmm. Although we have to we need to have this inverted situation for a prolonged period of time before we can actually confirm. Yes, but here's why I think we might have that recession. The Fed has only raised rates just once. Mm -hmm. Fed power said they'll raise it at least seven times. Mm -hmm. So the only way we can get out of this is if inflation just starts dropping. Mm -hmm. Because if that starts dropping, probably like, okay, we don't need to be that aggressive, we're good. And they might raise it maybe just one or two more times. But inflation doesn't go down We stand at risk of that recession. But bringing back my
0: initial question before of the job numbers and how it looks like big companies like Netflix are trying to cut back on their spending, one of the confusions with a lot of people were like, hey, this is what's happening. You're saying like, oh, inflation and all, we are going to enter a recession, but it looks like unemployment rate is low and it's like really really low and people are getting jobs easier so some people are saying that good unemployment rate is sign of an economic growth however we're seeing inflation and this inverted yield curve where america is not looking as investable anymore as a tell sign of a recession so could this just be like a bogus recession sign especially since like this inverted yield has not even happened for more than a week or hasn't lasted for more than a week could this just be like uh, oh, yeah it's just nothing to really worry about you know life moves on or just keep an eye on it and what does this now mean moving forward for us as investors being that april is allegedly supposed to be a good month for investing
1: yeah, that was a great question. So one thing I would say about the employment numbers, especially, is last quarter I listened to many companies' earnings. And while they were strong, they decided to waver. You know, back then we have companies beat easily 45%, 50% of our analyst estimates. But now it was a little more challenging for many companies, even the high growth ones. Look at what happened with Netflix. After Netflix's earnings, which were not so terrible, but their subscriber numbers was what really allowed the stock to tank. The stock went down almost 25%. That is weird. This is not a penny stock, this is Netflix, one of the largest companies in the world. And I think this is the reason why they're like, okay, let's take it easy on hiring. So at least our finan- our financials can be strong, our earnings can be strong. Here's my question, is this just a foreshadowing? Is this problem unique to Netflix? Or are we gonna see other companies start to do the same thing? I remember Netflix has arsenal of cash. They have an arsenal of assets. What's gonna to happen to the mom and pop? The average, you know, small company, is this a foreshadowing, or is it just a Netflix thing? That's something I would like us to dwell on and think about. But you're right, in the sense that employment numbers are strong, and typically that is a sign of a booming economy.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel like it might be a little bit of a foreshadowing because again, many of these companies they borrow money, and if the feds are going to continue to increase rates as planned it would become more expensive to have this said money so some of them are tightening they're not some of them are not stopping like the hiring process because again you still need human capital to grow especially if you want to grow at the rate at which every company wants to like to be successful you still have to hire people body of work to do what you need to do like Tesla can't stop hiring people to save money because they'll not be able to meet their delivery time so it doesn't make any sense right so I think what I foresee would happen is that firms are going to be more strict with their budget of a role they are going to be more fixed and I've noticed that like when I'll talk to some friends who are trying to get a job especially at like big firms like google apple tesla they've said like oh when i even tried to negotiate they are like yeah i'm sorry like this is really said ain't no flexibility here that's it and i think that's what we would be seeing moving forward i don't think we're going to see a drop in hiring especially in the tech side as since many of them have claimed that they are going to have 30 percent growth i can't I can't see them having that without bringing more people in to carry the capacity of the, let's just even talk about like the financials of it, how it will be more tasking, except that they, they want to kill their employees and make them work till they die. They, they need people to carry it moving forward. But in terms of what I think is going to happen in the market, mainly because, like I said earlier, we did not see our Santa Claus rally, and March that was typically weak, we saw it really strong. I foresee, or I suspect, that April might not be very great, especially since this week, we're having some other numbers coming out this week, but I suspect that it wouldn't be as strong, and we could definitely see some turbulence moving forward. I would personally... Try to average in at this point for like stocks that maybe some people miss because I know Apple was doing great last month, that they barely even had a red day. Tesla also surprised a lot of people. Even now, Tesla broke another barrier and had more deliveries than even expected. That even Elon, who is like the king of optimism, was like shocked at how well they did. So I would definitely say, and they're even like flirting with the idea of doing another stock split. So that's good news. So I'll definitely say averaging into companies that you're really interested in, that you had your watch list, because this might be a potential opportunity to buy in because we can experience some pullbacks. But what would you say we should be expecting in the market this April? I
1: think like every year is unique, although mostly patterns repeat. So April is one of the most bullish months. So I'm optimistic. However, you know, typically you don't have a Russian-Ukraine war. Typically, you don't have this inflation level we're facing. You know, typically we don't have the Fed threatening us with seven, eight rate hikes, <laughs> right? So everything is everything has to be taken day from day, day for day in this market. Although I'm optimistic, I'm also very cautious. I think <laughs> actually, <to> I'm <laughs> You know, so obviously, you know, when we invest, it's a long term. I'm a big yeah. fan of buying great companies with good cash flow, and you know, a strong moat. Buy them on dips and accumulate your position. But at the same time, don't just go crazy and buy companies that don't have any profit. They're not making any sales. You still have to buy the right companies
0: true i feel at the end of the day when anybody's been thinking about the inverted yield or whatever is do you really believe in america do you think 10 years from now america will still be the superstar and if you do you should not be scared about the inverted yield whatever but if you do not then
1: sure.
0: that's where we have a problem <laughs> but yeah it was really a <laughs> pleasure talking about on this episode i hope you guys enjoy it and have a great one guys